Hey everyone, Trent here, um, back again with a really exciting interview for all of you out there today. Um, as we've mentioned on the show a little bit, uh, there's a thing that kind of went viral and was a really awesome uh, thing that happened a couple weeks ago called Real Agency Salaries, which is a Google spreadsheet that uh, allows people to anonymously input their uh, you know, their age, their sexual orientation, their gender, their salary, their position, their company into a spreadsheet so that people can kind of get an idea of whether they're being underpaid or overpaid, what the salary is like in different locations. It's, it's kind of taken off and it's had a lot of success. So I'm excited to bring you uh, the creator of this spreadsheet today. I'm with Cole Habersham, who uh, works over at RGA in New York, um, but created this list and just excited to talk with you, Cole, about this and what went into it and what you hope to get um, out of it going forward. And just really appreciate you coming on with me. If you want to tell us a little bit about yourself uh, to start things off here. Yeah, of course. Uh, thanks for having me, first of all. Um, hey, Trent. Yeah, um, hey. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Cole. I'm an account manager over at RGA. have been there close for two years um, on a few different accounts, spanning luxury automotive, financial, and not telecoms. Um, have been in the larger advertising industry for going on four years and still loving it. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. And from, from one account person to another, I just respect, I appreciate that you've set this up and it came from an account side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> always, always good to have the the accounts in there somewhere doing some good. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Very much bring that, that account brain. Um, yeah. <laughs> as I've been jokingly saying, um, yeah, don't hate on the design because it came from an account person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. It looked like the spreadsheet came from a, a media thing originally, and I noticed in the copy on the spreadsheet you have, I'm not a copywriter, so here's what they said. And I, was like, I appreciate yeah, that. Totally. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I guess to, to kick things off here, um, I would kind of love to hear your thought process and what went into the lead up of creating this spreadsheet. And so I'm kind of curious, like, how did your experiences in advertising to this point, you said you've been there for almost four years now, how did that kind of influence you to start this spreadsheet and get it shared out? Yeah, of course. Well, um, well I have to like first um, just give credit to someone from the, the media and journalism industry who created yeah, a, totally. a, a like spreadsheet um, for that industry with pretty much the same goal of creating transparency in that industry as to how much people were getting paid Um respective to their various, uh, you know, gender, race, um, sexual orientation, and so on. Yeah. Um, and I thought that um, people in our industry and creative agencies could benefit from something similar um, because uh, compensation isn't something that we often talk about. Uh, yeah. It's, it's still considered taboo, um, but given, you know, uh, gaps we see in, in pay and compensation, um, I think it's time for us to establish a little bit of transparency. Um, as to how much people are getting paid across those various um, demos. Yeah, totally agree. Um, and to your point, it is something that is very taboo. And I'm glad that you've done this and that it's been done in under other industries now too, because I think it's not necessarily something that should be taboo. I think we should be able to talk about this openly and honestly so that we can kind of, as collective employees, get a better understanding of our value and if we're being underpaid and, and be able to advocate for ourselves to get uh proper representation and pay. Um, and so I'm just curious, like, what, what do you hope people will get out of this? Like, what's your goal? You set up the spreadsheet and, you know, if, if it fulfills kind of everything you hoped for it to be, what is your ideal thing that people will get out of this and, and benefit from this? Yeah, of course. 
Well, this was, just to back up, this was created specifically with women and people of color um, in mind who, it's safe to say, are paid less than their their white peers. Um, And so in the immediate, in the short term, um, hoping to equip those people, uh, women and people of color, with a resource to better understand how much their peers are making across those various points of race, gender, sexual orientation, um, and so on. So if you are a Latina woman, for example, um, in New York, um, it will be helpful for you to understand how much, um, you know, straight white men in New York are making in in your same concentration, um, that you have this sense of whether or not you're getting paid fairly or underpaid or overpaid. Um, So that's the goal in the short term, just to to arm um, marginalized groups with a tool uh, for them to better negotiate fair pay for themselves during those interview and, and performance review processes. Totally. But, but in the long term, um, we have like a larger ambition of just establishing and working with uh, industry uh, stakeholders and leaders to establish pay equity across the board. And, that, and how that happens um, and when is still TBD. And we're working through um, what that plan might look like, what something like this, um, this tool, and, and the data um, helping to shine a light on um, on those gaps and, and pay inequality, I think, empowers us to have those conversations. Yeah, totally. And I think to your point, too, it's super important, too, and uh, great that you can search by company on the spreadsheet, because especially if someone that's under in an underrepresented group is looking to join a company to be able to have that kind of you know, it's always helpful if you have someone in an office that you're interviewing with to get the inside scoop. And if you don't have that, if you don't have that connection, in a way, it helps kind of break that barrier too and help you get that insider info that is so important. And mm-hmm. I'm just curious, because we've talked about how this is taboo. What do you think is kind of the reasoning behind that? Is it, has it been just kind of employers not wanting employees to talk about it? Have we as employees been a little bit nervous to bring it up? What, what do you think has led to that stigma of people not really wanting to be as open with this uh, in the past? Yeah, I, th- I think it's it's somewhat like a, a taboo that we've inherited from previous generations. Um, yeah. Prior to this sheet being shared, I, I remember I shared in my Instagram story, and this is kind of like a piece of, of, of the story that led to real agency salaries. But mm-hmm. I, um, I just shared like a, a an Instagram story with like a question and a poll, um, like, would you share your salary information with your with your coworkers? And it was something crazy, like 90% or 90 plus percent um, answered yes. And so I was pretty oh, wow, yeah. because usually people, I mean, my understanding or my assumption was that if you asked your coworker how much they make, they, they would say no. Um, and so with that, I, sort of, I was just thinking that maybe it's not a taboo thing, actually, and it's just still has this taboo sort of like, um, uh, um, like a stigma, almost. yeah. Stigma yeah. attached to it, yeah. Thank you. Like people, people are still thinking it's taboo, but in reality, people are kind of open to just sharing their um, uh, their, their compensation, how much they're making. Um, and then after we share this, the the sheet, like we're we're kind of seeing that's the case. I mean, we're close to to five thousand responses thus far. So to an extent, you know, some people in the industry are obviously willing to talk about their uh, about how much they're getting paid, and so. I think this new generation is sort of uh, more open um, to having those conversations and being more transparent. And it's nice to see so many people have this shared uh, this shared goal of establishing um, pay equity across the board. 
Um, so we're already sort of naturally making that shift. I think it just takes something like this and maybe some other factors for for us to drive home and really um, affect change at the top. Yeah, totally. And I think to your point, it is almost at 5,000 now, which is crazy for only a, a few weeks. Um, has there been anything through this process of setting it up and kind of putting it out in the world that has been challenging for you uh, that you've kind of had to grow through and work around that maybe you didn't expect? Like, have people put their stuff in and then been like, oh, no, you know what? I'm not comfortable sharing it. Or has it been overall pretty positive? Like, what's the process been? Uh, yeah, the, the back yeah end. it's been uh it's been largely positive um i think when when this was initially shared and and to be fair i wasn't expecting it to to blow up in the way that it has but when it was initially shared um i think people were expecting it to to have maybe a couple of hundred um yeah. responses and and to be shared amongst a smaller group and so after um i hate using the word viral but after it got more sure. attention, um <laughs> You know, some people did reach out saying they'd like certain aspects of their response to be removed, be it their race or their company name or or their city, for example. And so, yeah, um, yeah we've been working through that just in the uh, in the immediate, wanting to give people an opportunity to um, to edit their responses so that they feel comfortable. Because a big piece of this is um, individuals feeling that their response and their contribution is anonymous to the degree that they that they feel comfortable. And so I wanted to, to keep that um, that spirit alive um, for for the program. Um, but now we're at a point where I think people understand it, it is an actual thing. And if they yeah. admit their information, it kind of is out there. So we've been seeing less um, and less people request that, you know, their responses be edited, which is which is good. So yeah. everyone that, that's in it is in it for the long run. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And that's a great positive. And to your point, too, it's it's nice that the sheet is in a way like a livable document that can adapt to make everyone involved in it feel comfortable. And I think that that's a really awesome thing. Um, and so if you're interested in checking this out and you're listening to it, you can follow along on Instagram too. It, is it, it's at real agency salaries, right, Cole? Uh, yeah, it's on Instagram at real agency salaries. And we actually just launched uh, the .com today, uh, real agency salaries.com. Nice. And so on the Instagram too, I noticed you've been sharing out kind of different, like, Hey, if you live in New York city and you follow these things, like this is how much the average pay is versus others. What, what has been some of the craziest stats you've seen just off the top of your head, like looking through these numbers and kind of trying to, to crawl through them and see what, what's, uh, what's in there. Yeah. I, I, I will say that we're still in that process of, of distilling the data down and identifying trends. But, um, yeah, like one thing we can say, um, is once you get to a certain level, like around that that's uh, director level where you're entering more senior positions, the number of people of color um, uh, sharing responses sort of flatlines. Um, it just raises that question of why um, why are we seeing more people of color in senior positions? Um, yeah. That's that that was one initial um, early finding, but yeah, again, we're still in that process of crunching the numbers and. And, and identifying those trends and, and looking forward to sharing um, sharing something out uh, at the start of next year. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, definitely make sure if you're listening to go ahead and follow along with that so you can stay up to date on it. And definitely encourage all of you out there listening to to consider submitting your own info too so we can kind of continue to build this um, into something that's really useful for a long time. Um, and I'd just be curious to hear too, you know, we've talked 
about the agency salary sheet and just curious for more of your background as well. Like you talked about how you've been in the industry for four years, but what was kind of your, your path in advertising, uh, whether it's through college and how, what got you to RGA where you're at now? Uh, just love to hear a little bit more about your background. Yeah, of course. So I, I did not plan on, on entering this field. Um, yeah, usually how it goes. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, who, who wakes up and says they want to work in advertising? No, but I um, <laughs> studied design and interactive media actually in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and did a few random internships um, uh, doing, you know, design work um, and realized that design and, and creative wasn't exactly for me. Um, sure. I was looking to explore uh, more opportunities and in, in communications and in broader marketing. Um, and so one of my first um, gigs at the school was uh, marketing communications for BMW North America as a summer associate um, uh, during their summer associate program. Um, mm-hmm. It was through them that I was introduced with this amazing uh, experiential marketing firm um, based out of Stanford um, called Octagon. Oh, yeah. And so I, I Octagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they, they focus on sports marketing, but experiential as well. Um, and so I was doing PR for Octagon for a bit um, and then made my switch into uh, more digital uh, and innovative uh, advertising at RGA. Um, and that's been the home for the past uh, couple of years. That's awesome. Um, what would you say kind of has been one of the more rewarding facets of your job with RGA so far um, in your time there? Yeah, across the board, RGA um, is a special, special agency. Like we, we, yeah, we struggle to even talk about ourselves as like a traditional advertising agency because what we do is so much more than that in many ways. Um, but everything that happens at RGA is done through the lens of like tech and innovation. So that kind of um, mindset and perspective has been just in general, especially rewarding. Um, and then, you know, just being on uh, Mercedes, having launched a couple of campaigns and Verizon as well. Um, uh, won't get into like the specifics of um, like the work that was launched. Um, but sure. yeah, it's all been, um, it's all been rewarding. Like our, our clients even are, are totally on board with us in the same way that you want to, always want to be innovative and push the envelope and cut through the clutter. Um, so when we get a chance to, to do just that, it's always a good time. That's awesome. Yeah. And, um, you know, RGA, as you mentioned, I have a lot of respect for them and they've been historically and continue to be a really great agency. Did, did you have any fear when you were launching the spreadsheet of like, you know, obviously it's something you're doing outside of RGA, but did you have any fear of RGA being like, ooh, careful here, like having a little bit of a concern of one of their own employees being a part of it, or have they been really supportive through the process too? What what was that kind of like when you're thinking whether you should start this or not? Yeah, that, so I, I did have that concern like soon after it started getting um, a little bit of attention, um, just that apprehension of, oh, what are they going to think? Um, and initially, uh, my name wasn't really attached to it, but I made the decision that um, that I did want to do that because the goal was, you know, transparency and and being honest. And so it didn't feel right to, to do this thing and and shy away from from owning it. Um, but their response to it has been more than supportive, and it couldn't have been more positive. Which is, yeah, I mean, to be expected. Like RGA, like diversity and inclusion are pretty much at the heart of everything that we do at RGA. Um, And so, and so to have, to have their support was obviously appreciated, but in hindsight, like 
duh, they're going to be supportive. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, I figured but, when I asked. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but but yeah, even from the top down, um, at, at the executive level, like they've been very much supportive um, and and are interested in that mission of, of pay equity across the board in our industry. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think, you know, even in this interview too, I think it's pretty clear that this isn't really about you. This is about helping others, which I really appreciate. And mm-hmm. I'm just curious, like for you, this was a bit of a risk. Obviously you felt comfortable with RGA behind you and you felt like you were in a safe place to do that. But, you know, there are a lot of people, especially those who are underrepresented in the industry that kind of face challenges each and every day and feel nervous to speak up about that. And I'm just curious, you know, from your perspective, what you've gone through and even going through this, like, what would you say to those out there in the industry that uh, do have a hesitancy to speak up or advocate for themselves in certain situations in our industry? And like, what would your kind of words be to them and your motivation for them? Yeah, totally. It's, um, well, well, thank, first of all, I'll say at RGA, thankfully, like I do feel like I'm in a position where, um, I am paid fairly. And that was, that was very, that was one thing that one of the many things that, um, one of the many good things that came out of this project is that it confirmed for me that I am getting paid fairly and that's yeah. a good feeling. But if you're on the opposite end of that, as some people have reached out to me are, and you realize that you aren't paid, um, fairly or you're paid lower than your, than your peers. Um, that's obviously not a good feeling. Um, and that realization can can result in in many different emotions like anger, um, frustration, like sadness, uh, and whatever else. And um, in the immediate, I think it's important to just um, to temper those feelings um, and to try to think as clearly as possible and and outline what your next move is going to be um, because. It, the next move can't be, you know, going to your to your boss in frustration, saying you're 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 getting paid less than you than you deserve. Um, mm-hmm. I think you have to sort of like thoughtfully think through um, think through those next steps. Um, are you waiting for a performance review cycle? Are you considering um, leaving? Do you want to go up to your manager in advance of a performance review uh, opportunity? Um, and so th- there are a few ways in and a few ways to resolve that, but ultimately it's up to the person to decide how they want to navigate that because compensation is just one of many reasons why we stay, um, why we stay at our agencies. So this can't be um, the reason perhaps that you, that you leave. It can be, but um, in every case, getting paid lower than, than you think you deserve doesn't mean you up and quit uh, your job. And that's certainly not the intent of this project either. Um, yeah. It was just to get people an understanding of what they should be making um, and help to help inform them on, on their next steps. Yeah, no, it's well said and totally agree. I think information is a very empowering thing. And the more that we can kind of distribute and make available for everyone out there, the, the easier of a time, even if it's not necessarily easy, uh, it becomes to, to advocate for oneself and to stand up for oneself in those situations. And I think that that's a good point you bring up. Um and you mentioned people have been reaching out to you. I mean, has that been kind of a rewarding experience? I know in advertising, like obviously there's things like Fishbowl and there's, you know, Reddit pages and obviously people talk in their own circles, but I feel like advertising as a whole can kind of feel shut off to some if you're not in that circle. Has it been kind of good to see 
different people from different backgrounds reaching out to you, talking about it and kind of feeling like they can break that communication uh, barrier and start opening this up. Yeah, and that, it's been so rewarding to see. Like, for one, it makes me um, feel proud about being in this industry. Like, when people reach yeah. out, um, they're usually doing, like, one of two things. They're either just saying that the project is dope and, and sharing a quick thank you um, mm-hmm. and saying that, like, how it's affected them personally. Like, oh, wow, I, I, didn't, I did not realize I was making way less than my peers. Or, oh, wow, this is actually really valuable information. I'm heading into an interview tomorrow, you know? So that's oh, yeah. one yeah. side. Um, but on the other side, there have been, and this is kind of the piece that um, is like a bit overwhelming, but people just saying that they want to help. And, you know, like yeah. there are analysts and designers and copywriters who are saying, hey, this is a great project. I'd like to offer my my talent, my resources to help um, to help advance this mission. And so that in itself is just a testament that, th- that people, the talent um, in this industry are just uh, ready and willing to um, to tackle this problem and and to um, to do whatever they can to help us reach uh, establish pay equity across the board. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm just very proud of this industry and proud to be a part of it. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty awesome to hear too. Just listening to you right now, I mean, like I love advertising, and uh, it's it's an industry that has a lot of flaws that need improvement, but you know, it's nice to see that even something that just an individual does can spark a conversation. And to your point, not necessarily go viral, but become widespread and get people aware of it and and kind of start some change moving in a conversation, uh, which is good to see and, and very heartening and nice to hear that other people in the community are like, all right, let me use my skills. Let me see how I can help you out here, which is awesome to hear. Um, and you know, I think, um, just as a, you know, as a closer for you here today too, um, you know, before we wrap up, is there anything like I haven't asked you yet that uh, you'd like to share or feel is important for those listening to hear? Uh, we are an audience of, um, you know, people who are just starting out in their careers, finding their footing, or even some who are still in college trying to figure out, get into the agency world. Is there anything you'd like to share with them before we sign off for this interview? Um, yeah, well, for one, it's, for one, just know your worth. Um, and that's like a loaded question. It's tough to discern that when you're first starting out, but, but do your research. Um, that, that first gig out of school is, it's not the most important thing in the world, but it is crucial and sort of sets up, it, it, it does a good, it can do a good job of setting you up for a good and long career in the industry and one that you're happy and proud with. So know your worth, do your research. Um, uh, that's number one and, and ask good questions. Um, this, mm-hmm. just, this project is just like a good example that people are willing to discuss, um, compensation and are willing to help each other out. So don't feel like that's something that you can't have. Um, that, don't feel like that's not a conversation you can have in person with someone, you know, in the industry. Um, and I'm hoping that, that, that we have, we see that shift in, in culture. Um, that we're we're able to have these discussions separate from a spreadsheet and a Google form, but um, one to one with each other. Um, so start there. Yeah, <laughs> totally agree. And I think uh, a good sign of that is the fact, as you mentioned, that people have been feeling comfortable enough to reach out to you and talk about it too. And yeah, you know, it's sure. sparked conversation among my friends too of us sharing it around with each other. I uh, I think I saw. I think we have a 
a shared connection on LinkedIn where I originally saw it and I was like, what? And then the first thing I did was like share it with other people to your point. It's like, it's good to start that conversation. And, and, uh, I think it's very important for us to continue to talk about these things and just really want to thank you for coming on to talk about it with, uh, me today and all of our listeners out there. Yeah, of course. Thanks for reaching out. Um, hope you guys um stay tuned for what's next we have exciting things coming up in uh in 2020 and um and yeah excited to share it with you all awesome yep cole habersham here that i'm talking with account manager over at rga and uh founder of the real agency's salary spreadsheet uh so go ahead and check that out on instagram as well as the new website and uh we'll catch you here again next week 